welcome back to another episode of Sorry About Your Feelings. Today, I'm joined by Bizzle and Doc, as usual. And as usual, we have no idea what the fuck we are doing with our lives. Yeah. I mean, I have a general idea of what I'm doing with my life, but I what think we're going to talk about? Nope. Fake no 1792. Idea. Oh, yeah, that's a good thing. So, so all right. So, we all have a, a mutual friend of ours. Don't Can we talk about this? If everybody Can we talk about this? To get it. Oh, you totally will. They bought enough of this shit, right? So we have a buddy of ours who um, works for a distillery, and he just happened to give us a little information that a certain Kirkland brand whiskey is a mainstay whiskey from his company, and they bought it so much of it that it's a huge discount. So I was able to get... A liter, not a bottle, a liter of this for 20... A liter of cola. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I was able to get a liter of this for $20. I don't want a large barba. I want a goddamn liter of cola. <laughs> and so, it, it, like, traditionally, depending on where you find this, um, you might spend between 30 and $40 for a fifth of this. So it's, like, 50% off. And then when you include the fact that it's a fifth versus a liter... You're actually making out. It's like a fucking seventeen dollar fifth for some high quality, not H two O. Oh, I was so ready to go with that fucking Waterboy reference. Oh, uh, you still could, bud. No, no, you already ruined it. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm just gonna turn into Eeyore from now on. That happened. Okay. Uh, did, I ever, so- did I ever tell you a rant? This is. I'm having a biz moment today. Sorry. <laughs> um. <laughs> Do you know who voices the voice of Eeyore? No. Do you know what other major character he has voiced in oh, every movie and cartoon that it's ever... You said a he, so it's Ooh, not the same person that does uh, Bart Simpson, because that's a, that's a woman. Nope. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Give me a genre. Um, oh, wait, no. Optimus Prime. It's Optimus fucking Prime. Yeah, I remember hearing. This oh, that like, guy! Oh, that shit. guy does like a billion voices. Well, but he's always been Optimus, like since the like cartoons, even back in the day. Womp, but he womp, also womp. is Eeyore, and sometimes you can kind of hear it when you yeah. like listen to Eeyore. But it, I just think it's like such a polar opposite role to be like Optimus Prime, and then you're like, I guess I'll just go kill myself today, Pooh. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, mean, I guess that's a real, like, real world adult translation. <laughs> like, if you had to put all of the Winnie the Pooh characters into your friends, like, Eeyore is definitely the one you're always worried. Like, are you gonna get a call from the family that he's <laughs> he's not there anymore? It's fine. Yeah. I'll just sleep in the rain because my house fell on me. Like, he's so depressed. <laughs> He is. Eeyore is literally uh, like us as adults. It was just us seeing what adulthood looks like. Just, it's fine. I'll just live with it. My fucking he was, life sucks. He was the old one, and he's like, You guys have no idea what's in store. <laughs> <laughs> like, your life's gonna suck. Uh, okay, so beyond the, the, the that biz moment. All right, so uh, I did some like. Uh, topics hunting for today and I, I i found something that we talked about on like the 2020 like crazy episode so like mm-hmm. the whole hashtag free britney so like the britney spears shit that was going on leave her alone so she had her day in court um and she's literally she literally in court found out that her conservatorship was basically by choice and all she had to do was 
file paperwork to end it. So whoever her lawyer is, don't hire that person because they suck. You're kidding. Um, no, I'm I'm dead serious. Like she she like she went she in this. Could have ended and, it at any point. Yeah, so the the conservatorship is split into two things. Like there's there's the the estate, and then her her as a person, like how how to do it. And her dad has the estate, but he doesn't have uh, the person anymore. It was changed in 2019, but she that was after a tour that she went on. She was forced to do her last tour, and she was like, I, I don't want to do she this. She in Vegas. I don't know where she is. Like she's she's basically like I feel like a fucking slave. I, I have to for do what everybody you. else tells me. Da, 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 da. Yeah, slave for I'm you, right? That was it. That was, you let him right into that one, dude. <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, anyway, so she, she goes into court, and they're like, oh, no, no, we want to seal all this. And she's like, no. She's like, I want this to be open because there have been so many people that have been trying to do this. There was actually a fan who filed a petition on their own to have this, this to challenge this conservatorship. Um, but... I, I, moving forward, they're going to seal the records of this. It, it, essentially, she's going to free herself from this and be able to take control. Like, like one of the things that came up, she's got an IUD, and she's like, "I want to have a kid, but I can't have the IUD removed because I can't make medical decisions for myself. What I the have to have fuck? no shit. Like, so legit. Like the whole free." Britney thing has a valid front and a valid like you know movement behind it because yeah when it she, first came up I had no idea yeah it, it's bad it, it was bad and her parents like her mom is is she's kind of whatever about it her dad is like I'm just taking care of the finances now it is what it is the estate needed money but Brittany's like, I want to have a kid again. I want my boyfriend to be able to drive me around. Um, I want him. Or I want my therapist to come visit me, so I don't have to be exposed to the paparazzi every time I leave my house. I want all these things, and the judge is like, "We're gonna give it to her." So it, it, we're making progress in the free Britney movement. Oh, good. That's for her. very exciting. I yeah, I literally until it like came out last year that this was going on or whatever a year and a half ago i had no idea i thought like and i had no idea that it had been going on since she it was like 10 years or something wasn't it it's been going on for a while i don't know how long i think it was like when she had that like freak out where she like oh yeah shaved her head been about 10 years when it started yeah she got she she got um or it might have been before take, that, and that was. I think it was. I think it was 2012 ish. She got taken for a psychiatric evaluation after a mental breakdown, and then they took everything. 2007 to court. is when Ooh. she did that. Oh, it's when she shaved her head. I yeah, that. He, there you what? go. She just said that. I no, I, I I read the article and I was trying to remember, so I was obviously wrong. I was misinterpreting that. That could be. That could be this Costco whiskey. <laughs> Oh, the Costco whiskey. Just always blame it on the whiskey. I mean, it's kind of an easy target to blame on because it doesn't talk back. I mean, if it starts to, then you got other issues going on. (laughs) I might need a conservatorship at that point in time. Your whiskey doesn't talk to you? Hmm. No, it just makes sweet, sweet love to my mouth. Uh, You never say that again? Nope. I'm going to say it all the time now, especially around you. That's great. It made me uncomfortable about whiskey now, and I don't like 
Yeah, well, you don't like whiskey to begin with, so. What? Yes, she does. You don't like most whiskey. No. You don't like Irish whiskey, sorry. There you go. I don't like Jameson. Or uh, Crapo 12, the shittiest whiskey ever. Or, th- or what is it? What kind Three of gingers? accent gingers? was that? Two gingers? Uh, just me saying it. Not in my voice because I hate. I remember it. you said you hated two gingers. You hated you I've hated a lot of whiskey. Two gingers. Oh really? I I, do, I dis I dislike two gingers. I don't like the vanilla aftertaste of it. I don't like yeah. JMO, and I don't like. Robert well, I don't like JMO anymore. I'll still drink it if if it's what I have to. Nope. Sure. Um, but I just don't like. I went. I going from like my palate has increased in. Flavor increased in quality, like the things that I says I the motherfucker like. that was drinking my natty light for a week, you piece of shit. <laughs> it was like two weeks. Yeah, yeah my palate is so refined. Oh, for it, whiskey, we're we're talking whiskey, <laughs> beer, beer. Just pour it down, like just throw it in a trough. I'm gonna dip my head in and take a few sips here and there. My Ooh. boss actually just got so like uh, National Bourbon Day was last week. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so we got a bottle of Weller 12 year for it. Nice. Okay. So we were doing a special on it. And he we always carry special reserve. And we usually have antique 107, but we haven't been able to get it lately. It's been like out of stock. Um, because my company actually gets their own barrels of oh. special reserve, antique 107, and Buffalo Trace usually. Um yeah. But once our barrel's gone, then if there's like, it's hard to get the bottles, then we can't get them because they're not ours, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but he also got a bottle of Weller Fullproof and a bottle of Weller CYPB. And I cannot fucking wait to try that one because I've never even had that one. Fullproof you is get, my favorite. You got to let me know when that comes in so I can come try it. Yeah, I've never had that one. Look. Oh, you got, oh I can shut my camera off. <laughs> <laughs> I will make uh, I will make a trip down to the city. Oh, look at that! Uh, that is that is a beautiful sight. That's a lot of Weller. I've never seen the CY PB. No. Either. So I want to come in when you when you do that. I'm going to do a Weller flight at yeah, the bar. Me too. It stands for Craft Your Perfect Bourbon. Does it really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I was going to look it up, but I have just not. I've been so busy lately. They Today asked I a had bunch. The day off, and I literally slept from until 3 p.m. They asked a bunch of Weller fans to craft their perfect bourbon, and that's what they came up with. It was like that's an amalgamation amazing. of all the thoughts. So, how do they do? So it's 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 a, it's a short lived, but it's a limited run. So it's a, it's like it's not a super aged, probably because. I mean, it's got to be to be a bourbon. It's got to be at least a year. Yeah, so it's it's not like like it's not a fifteen year or twelve year. So it's because of the the the. It could be. I mean. It I'm depends. just saying it's, it's probably not it's not going to be a 21 year because they didn't freaking start asking like the whiskey craze didn't start until probably like 2010 ish um, where whiskey started being becoming like a, almost an investment the way that I've been treating it as an investment, um, which I get some good stuff here and there. But then I like it's the stuff that I can't. Uh, it says at least uh, aged for eight years. Is the okay. CYPB? Yeah. So it's gonna be it's gonna be something. It'll be something tasty. But the the palate of the whiskey drinker has changed. I guess I don't fucking know. Uh, what about what about uh, Japanese whiskey? Is I like is, Japanese whiskey. Fuck Japanese yeah. whiskey is like on the flight because they weren't prepared for 
you know, how well whiskey was going to take off. Like whiskey has just whiskey and bourbon has just blown up it's in the, the U.S. The one. Centauri Habiki. God, that's uh, a good one. Centauri, well, Santori, yeah. Santori has like 12 different types. And they're yeah, but yes. the, the Habiki is my jam. Yeah, and that's great. I do like the Toki for like a lower tier. It's it's and they they weren't prepared for it. So like when other um, distilleries in the U.S. were kind of expanding, but also they they had the expansion abilities built in because of where they're located. They didn't have that with Suntory, so they've oh they're they're on a shortage moving forward. They said it was going to take somewhere near like five years to catch up. Well, I know there was a hot minute where the world was worried that Hennessy was running out. I don't know if it's true. I don't know God, if they fixed that. I don't think anyone oh, was right? worried that Hennessy was running out. I swear oh. to God, it was a thing. Was it a thing? Was it really? Yes. Probably. Ice Queen, can you? Can you, Oh, was, you said it probably. All right. I would have um, to like double check. But I feel like I do remember. I don't know if it was like running out or it was just going like shortage. But like right now, you can't get Buffalo Trace. Oh yeah. Well, they, right they, how many it's like how many dis- to get. how many distilleries did I can find it out here in the burbs? Like at every store I go to, by the way. Um, Just from a distributor standpoint, like it's very low right now. For oh yeah. Um, also, we the same way you're excited about your liter bottles. Restaurants only get liters. They don't get. Oh okay. Liters. Yeah, that's 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 a rarity when you're buying from a store. Right, um, and so like it's a different set of. Like bottles, you know, like stupid <sighs> metric All right, system. I'm just gonna say this much. I worked at a bar, and my you manager worked at a bar. Yeah, I know, right? What? My manager at the time was trying to find a way to save money. So what did he do, Ice Queen? He bought seven fifties from the store. No, 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 no. No. He bought he bought, leaders, he bought, he bought handles. handles and poured he bought them into. Which is illegal, but no, oh. he actually. He, when he found out it was illegal, he goes, well, I don't see why you guys can't just pour out of the handles. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're a fucking idiot. I've worked, I've worked <laughs> weddings like that. And it's just so like the thing about it is, yes, you can. It's really hard to pour out of a handle. Yeah. Like the bottles like, are accurately. Some yeah. of them are not. You're using that little spoon guy. What's that thing called? A spoon guy. The little thing that's like it's a, a pourer. Not no, not a pourer, but like when you're making drinks, like you can like pour a shot in, like what? Oh, a what jigger. Is, uh, yeah, there you go. I uh, I don't use jiggers usually, unless I'm nah. pouring out of uh, if if a bottle has a speed pourer in it, I count. Yeah. But like if I'm pouring like a, a whiskey or something, a lot of the scotches and whiskeys and stuff. Like actually, we're low on um, so we use um, speed pour nipples. That we put on top, so they're just little <laughs> black rubber, yeah. and they just go on top of the little metal pourers at the end of the yeah. night. Instead of like, oh, it so, keeps you know, the some flies places out. Put cups and stuff on them, yeah, or cellophane. Yeah, or, or people plastic wrap them. Yeah, exactly. So um, we typically use the little the little nibs, Nipples. and uh, we're low on them because people drop them all the time and then just fucking sweep them up and throw them away. Yeah. Just super annoying. Um, but the it's other important day, to tweak you got to save the turtles. The turtles fucking, they get in the ocean, they snort them up and then they drown. Yeah. It's the same as the straws. I know it's terrible, but, uh, they, uh, <laughs> they, um, 
I noticed that we were low on how many we had is because I was at the end of the night. I'm putting them on all the bottles. And I was like, wait, why am I short? And then I look and somebody had put it in the Glenlivet 14. And I was like, who the fuck put a speed pourer on a scotch? You fucking <laughs> Like there is never a reason to it's put impo- a speed pourer imp- on a scotch. It's important Ever. to let it breathe. Ever. There's just so, no need for that. My my question is, if you put a pour, uh, a speed pour on a handle, is it going to a speed pour oh. won't even fit in a handle usually because they're bigger. Yeah, it's yeah. got a bigger mouth. Okay, so that that was so that you got the safety pour on that shit. To yeah, begin that's usually why they have those weird little plastic bullshit in them. Yeah, yeah, fucking bastards make it hard to chug, right, Bizzle? Oh, dude, I pop those fuckers out. Yeah, I take a little knife, pop that fucker off. But yeah, I was very annoyed the other day, though. Essentially, we have one bartender. I know exactly which person it is that anytime they have to pour more than two drinks out of a bottle, they put a speed pourer in it and throw the fucking top away. And I'm always like, all right, it doesn't take that much fucking time. Just like screw the lid on. Put it back where it goes. I don't who, understand. This. I mean, but also like who is going to come to the bar and and be upset about taking a second longer like scotch is like a, dr- a drink that it's a somebody yeah like, yeah somebody it's not something that you're gonna like pour like you're pouring eight, it on the rocks you know okay i'm yeah. gonna say this much you're right but we used to have a regular that would come in that would shoot scotch and i'm like why yeah but why still you? like if you're putting it in the shooter it's it's the still only, easy to measure the only bottle that we ever kept uh pour a speed pour in was the doers I was gonna say Dewar's White, yeah, yeah, because it was it's like essentially the well scotch, like the yeah. low tier. It's like a fucking fifteen dollar bottle. We used to have shit. a regular who drank so much Dewar's that our rep actually came in once and asked us if we had a cocktail that had Dewar's in it. They were like, "Do you guys have a problem?" And you're like, "Yeah, he's right at the end of the bar." <laughs> well, the worst part is we fucking lost him last year. He died. Oh no! He was like my favorite regular, and he like. Man, always drunk, but he was let so me just sweet. say, fuck you, 2020. Yeah, I was really sad when he died. Oh, his you know what bottle, that reminds His bottle is still, we won't pour out of the last bottle that he had. We marked it with tape, and it's his bottle that's sitting on the bar. That's cool. I remember years ago, this is a bizzle moment. <laughs> I remember years ago, I worked at a bar in Oak Brook. Bar, restaurant in Oak Brook. Years and years and years and years ago, I was probably fifteen years ago, um, and we Where'd had one guy, huh? Where'd you work? Papagus, a let us entertain you venue. I've never heard of it. Uh, it was in Oak Brook. It was in the Oak Brook Mall. Um, it was a Greek restaurant. It is. It was right below Wildfire at the Oak Brook Mall. Oh, in that weird little strip over there. Yeah, and now that strip has got like restaurants where yeah. they're Isn't booked that- out for. Is Monami they, now under in that spot? Uh, Monami Gabi was to next to it, it's and then you had. Um, I think you it's had, a sushi uh, spot. No, it's 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 like more of an. It, they actually or a re- split. Like real club they, or something? they split it into two. There was the clubhouse um, like right above it. No, 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 no. The clubhouse was, was across. Well, was a, okay. The one guy used to pay me to go directly get above it. Right? Wildfire was directly above it, and then the bottom floor of Neiman Marcus. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was it's actually turned into another restaurant as well. So like that whole row down there is all lettuce entertain you restaurants. All I know is yeah. uh, I'm going to I'm going to give a shout out in case he's listening, but Teddy, props to you man. He used to give me like 10 bucks to go get you smokes cuz Oh, I was Teddy's a, a good dude. He <laughs> taught me he taught me how to speak Serbian. 
<laughs> he was like, he'd be like, hey, can you do me a favor? And I'm like, yeah, what's up, man? He's like, uh, you're going on break, right? And I'm like, I mean, I can. Why? What's up? And he's like, uh, go get me a pack of smokes. And he'd just give me money. And he'd be like, and here you go. And it'd always be like a 10 spot. I'm like, oh, thanks, bro. Like, you didn't have, I would have just, I'm not doing shit. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, he's a good guy. I, like, years later, he actually, like, uh, I got out of the Marine Corps, or no, I, I just gotten out of boot camp, but I come back and he's not working there anymore. He's like, "Hey, I'm working at this other spot. Come in." That was the first time I ever had Uzo. Ugh. Oh, nice! It was a good night. It was a good night. I don't. Like I'll say Uzo. that much. Um, so yeah, that whole that whole spot over there was was crazy, and I mean, yeah, I was I I forgot what I was talking about. Sorry, I just got distracted. I wanted to. So once upon a time, I worked. <laughs> I worked in a restaurant, and um, oh no, no, no! That we had a, we had this guy who came into the bar, and so there was this guy who went around the area, and once a year he tipped ten thousand dollars. Wow! And uh, he was he was famous for it, um, and then as he got closer to dying, he started doing it like more often. But this guy was a wealthy individual; he didn't do anything. So this guy like came in all the time. He 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 would spread it around. He wouldn't he'd have a regular like he he was known for going into one restaurant on this day and he would drink from X time to X time and he'd be there. And then he'd move on to his next place. And then he would do that. That was his weekly routine to burn through his money. He would just sit there and he made friends with the bartenders, made friends with the servers, and once or twice a year, he would give out this amazing tip to somebody. And we knew this guy, like the bartenders there was, were, were saying, this is the guy, this is the guy that does this. We know it because the restaurant industry talks like they'll, they'll talk about this person. This is what they described him, whatever. Anyways, we knew this guy never left the tip there, but he, he always was a good tipper. I I wonder if that's the dude. So there was, I was working like gift cards. Like, I was one of the hosts of one of the first jobs I'd gotten into. I wasn't of age to serve yet. And uh, yeah, I I'll never them. recommend you for a job again. Yeah, well, shit happens. <laughs> so anyways, I was like doing the what gift card. What were you doing sh- there, Doc? I was, I was a host as well, but I got busy. He was one of those there. people that would like show up on time and like <laughs> yeah. make sure not to miss a shift, you know? Not you. No, yeah, yeah, no, not I me. did everything that, like a, a, an employee is supposed to do, and Bizzle did all the things that would get you fired. I just love that yeah. you two were hosts. This is like hilarious. Oh yeah, it was terrible. Like, yeah. put it this way: the one day, the one day Doc was like, "Uh, because I think he was like the closing host. He was doing something, and he's like, yeah, wipe down the menus, and he's trying to tell me what to do.' And I was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> like, I was like, "You're not gonna tell me what to do," because I just, I was newer to it, and I just kind of didn't care. Like, honestly, I was like, fuck this place. And I was like, nah, I think I'm going to walk out. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm going to walk out. Like, I just, I don't want to be here. (laughs) I was younger. But anyways, the whole point is I'm working gift cards. Shitty employee right there. (laughs) I wonder if it's the same person. Yeah. You know what, though? I've got great guest relations. Now? No, you realize. All I'm saying is I'm working gift cards and they had some thing where like every hundred dollars you bought, you got like 25 bucks of like yeah. a free gift card or something. This dude bought a shit ton. So I'm like, OK, it's going to. And he wanted it all split. So I'm like doing it. And it was taking a hot minute, you know, and I'm like running all these cards and shit. And at the end, he gave me all the freebies. He gave me like a shit ton of them. So I got like two hundred dollars of gift cards. 
And I was like, oh, no, no, I can't take those. Like, no, like, no, you know. And he, like, insisted and forced them because the manager, like, was like, oh, he can't take those. And he's like, no, I just bought these. I want to give them to him, whether it's, like, here or, like, on his way out. I want these to go to him. So I got, like, 200 bucks that I, like, dicked around with because it was good at all the, you know, lettuce lettuce and Yeah. And I was like, oh, that was cool. Like, basically got, like, a $200 tip to do my job. Yeah. So. I mean, that's, that's like service right there. If you treat people well, they, they should in return treat you well. I wasn't expecting it. Actual thing that happened. I actually, (laughs) like, I was, I would listen to a podcast today. It was, uh, the MF CEO podcast. Um, and I, like, the whole episode, like, I started at the, had his first episode and I'm going up through it. And the, the episode that I listened to was his second or third episode today. And it was focused on just do the right thing is is the message that they put out at the end. Do the right thing. If somebody is going to, you know, they come to you with a problem, they either like your company mm-hmm. and they, they, they want you to rectify it because they enjoy your company. Uh, or they're bringing something to your attention that this is this is something that may have been missed. And if you treat it as a problem, as a, oh, fuck this, I'm not going to do this, that's an issue. But if you take care of that customer, you may end up with a customer for life. And he, he also mentioned the idea of talking about long-term like customer base. What is this customer worth? the lifetime that they're a customer or what are they worth today? And those are things that I think are forgotten in amongst some uh, uh, service individuals, not well, saying the two of you, but there are some people that that yeah, idea right, is lost on. Yeah, huh? I used, I used to have a manager that, all right, so we were allotted X. I can't remember exactly the number offhand, but we were allotted X amount of dollars per month in basically Comp. guest. Yeah. In comps, but it was like guest. It was, guest relations right and it was meant for fuck ups and shit like that but it was also meant for hey this is a solid good regular yeah like hey let's like hook them up so you know what i mean because word of mouth spreads and i used to do that all the time and i'd get chewed out like oh why did you and i'm like it was an appetizer that cost us fucking nothing you know i mean like just small stupid but it was like you could tell people like like the one time we had a regular and they came with their family and stuff and as soon as they sat down they got their drinks and you know, we like dropped the stuff and they ordered their meals. They didn't order appetizers. So I was like, hey, and this was at the movie theater. So I was like, hey, uh, you know, f- we had like mozzarella sticks all the way through like calamari and all this other shit. So I'm like, hey, just fry this up real quick and make like we have this like little uh, hummus and like pita kind of plate thing. You know, uh-huh. I was like, make one of those real quick. So just did it, rang it through, comped it off, walked it on over, dropped it off. And he's like, oh, no, we didn't order this. I'm like, no, no, like. I know you guys have your meals on the way, but, you know, you guys come here all the time and, you know, blah, blah. I just want to make sure this is on us. And he was like, holy shit, really? And I was like, yeah. And he was like mind blown that like, you you know, yeah. And I was like, and he like afterwards, he's like, dude, thank you so much. Like, honestly, my family was super like, because he had family in from out of town and stuff, you know, so. But it was just small things like that, that. Look at you. Yeah, right. But I mean, it really does make a difference as far as like. Well, I could go elsewhere, but I get treated so well, like, you know, you keep that loyalty one way and like it's a two way street. 
can't just you, be like uh, fuck you. You. Might, you might have something on your nose there, Biz. What is it? it it's brown, and it's cocaine. No, cocaine. I was giving you a hard time. Oh you no! A little brown nosing there to your to your regulars. I mean, yeah, I'm no, not above it. No, but it is nice. I mean, even like at my job, um, my manager will occasionally like. I always ring shit in, right? Like anything anybody orders, I ring it in. But every once in a while, he'll come over and he, like our old regular that passed away or things like that, he'd be like, you know, do you ever like buy him around? And I was like, no. Like, is this a test? Am I going to get fired? No, I really <laughs> drinks. But like, I just, that was never something I really did. But he was yeah. like, you know, every once in a while, just go ahead and like put one on a comp tab and I'll, I'll do it. You know? Yeah, and like we were... one of our other regulars who we actually got him a plaque for his chair that says his order just recently found out he's in the beginning stages of psoriasis. So he can no longer drink, <laughs> but oh, so he shit. comes in every day and drinks soda now and just sits at the bar and drinks soda. And I don't think we've charged him for a soda yet. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of customer service things that people miss out in the in, in different industries. I mean, it's, it's something I've always said that I think every person should have to work retail and should have to work in the restaurant business because I think you will, and I think you should have to work in the retail business over Christmas. I think you will see the worst of people and learn how to not be such an asshole. I also want to add in military service. Uh, I don't think we should do that. This isn't Korea. Calm down over there. Israel? Israel does two years of required military service. Um, I I think think necessarily be required. They don't require it for they they require it for Jews. They actually don't require it for Muslims. Uh, It's optional for Muslims. But um, with the U.S., I think I think it should be some kind of of service to the like the country, I, I think, would be a good way of of kind of invoking civics uh understanding like everything the the military i'm never going to shy against the military the military is not what it was when when i first joined um it has definitely changed quite a bit but i think service to country to understand what it is i i have a different respect for the u.s based on the experiences i've had outside of the u.s going to third world countries watching people sweep their dirt floors and being happy and enjoying their their experience in life, and then coming back and finding like, where's the Wi-Fi? Like first world problems is a statement that I hate. Um, so, yeah, but like at the same time, I learned that without military service, just because I grew up poor. And then but not everybody shopping. has that, right? <laughs> not everybody <laughs> then, has yeah, that. Oh, agreed. Well, when I like, I remember when I moved to Schaumburg, I was just like holy fuck i want to punch every one of these people in the face because like i legit had a girl that i worked with that had her dad had bought her a new car for her like 16th birthday and she complained about the car she wanted a blue one not a red one (laughs) and And she she made him take it back yeah and get her a different car which you know when you buy a brand new car the minute you drive it off the lot it loses value Sometimes so those like, sometimes those dealerships though, like if you do it immediately, they'll they'll swap it and it's like no difference. But they yeah, did not. It cost her cool. dad like twenty grand to like switch it. That must have been a fucking expensive ass car if it cost twenty grand. 
It was a, um, I think it was a Mercedes or something. But like that's yeah, what I was gonna, like, I was gonna say it was a. Mercedes. I legit was just like, I don't even understand the type of person you are that you're this much of a shitbag. Please stop talking to me. I I think a I think a level of servitude with the military is like I served my country. I I've gone through the ringer. I understand what I'm defending is something that all people should experience. That's kind of my say on that. And also one thing, another like current event topic is the fact that they're, I didn't even realize this was a big issue, but they're trying to bring back, I didn't know it was taken away, the fact that if you serve in the military, it gives you a path to citizenship. And it's, it's so I always knew that if you serve in the military, it increases the chances and it, like you have this path to citizenship. However, it has been... Uh, this mitigated like puzzle path that labyrinth of how you get to citizenship instead of like, Hey, I served in the military. This is my shit. I do my four years. If my contract's four years, if my contract's five years at that four year date, I become an American citizen. I got to maybe take a class on like whatever you'd learn in high school, but institution and the government. yeah, Yeah. That, that is I didn't realize like we've gotten away from that. So if you, like wait, if that was you, but you say so you can not you can serve in the military and not be a citizen. I oh yeah, you have to be a citizen. No, 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 no. You can serve in the military and still not be a you a citizen. You yeah. can serve in there for like you have to go through this hoops and jumps and all these different like it's a labyrinth of things that you have to go through to become a U.S. citizen, and that's bullshit. That oh, is bullshit. I mean, if you choose so, to defend the country that he, that you've you've appro- uh, uh, is oh. that the right word you've appropriated yourself with? No, appropriated is not the right word. I don't think. <laughs> but I'm not trying to. I don't. I don't know exactly what you're trying to say, but I don't think appropriated is right. Um, aligned. Yeah, that's a better word. Yeah, aligned that you've aligned yourself with that you're choosing to defend this country and the, you defend you put your life on the line and then you end up being like nah fuck off we're still going to deport you that's bullshit well i mean yeah. the the path to become a citizen in this country regardless is ridiculous like it can take years and years and years yes i would like to, to say i looked this up cuz i was curious about just like how other first world countries are as far as that goes a lot of first world countries have a very one expensive and two long path to citizenship like i was actually shocked like uh, i think it was australia you have to live in australia for seven years yeah after four you can apply but it's like seven you're in like well, so it, and the, the other and it's, problems are like a lot of times you can't get a work visa for that long or a, right. know, whatever to live well there. and it's it's like a fifteen thousand dollar fee on average, or it's $15,000 to, as an Australian, if you have someone that's like a parent or basically to take someone that's foreign that isn't a citizen to bring them over. No, I'm just going to marry my Aussie. You could do that. That is actually one way to do it. And I thought about that too. I'm like, man, that'd be fucking sweet. I'd want to do dual citizenship there. That'd be fucking awesome. Well, there's there's some cool things though that some of those countries do also. Like my baby brother really, really wanted to go work for Weta Workshops. Mm-hmm. in New Zealand and you have to be a citizen of New Zealand to work for Weta. Yeah. They won't hire outside people. And I think so New Zealand's like, really to tough. To, he'd have to move to New Zealand and like get but there's citizenship also, before he could their even get citizenship's the job. tough. I think I think there's a very um like realization that a lot of Americans do not have that when you leave America 
what you're conditioned to and what you're used to as a citizen of the U.S. is definitely not the same in other countries. Right. Yeah, a lot of countries are very different rights. Like Canada, our, our northern neighbor. Canada. Does not even have freedom of speech in their constitution or their, their equivalent of the constitution. That is not a protected right of Canadian citizens. You can but be locked up. Healthcare. It's yet, yet if you really want to be treated well in healthcare, they are still coming to America. Yeah. Uh, also, so their healthcare doesn't include prescriptions. Uh, so you have to pay for prescriptions. You also have to pay for some of the, uh, if you have an operation or if you have something done, you have to pay for the equipment used. So you basically get the doctor part of it, but even that, I was talking to a and friend you gotta of mine that's wait for it. That's the big issue. It's Sometimes. fucking crazy. The only other thing, though, that they do have no with the government. The government gets to determine yeah, I know. the I'm level not of you're wrong. Like how how soon you're going to right? I wasn't saying that you were. I was. I was just like you know, it does take longer for some things for sure. And the, so I like being from the military. Like the military socialized medicine. And, and there are days that it's like, hey, I'd go to sit call in the military and I'd be there at six o'clock in the morning. I'd get sent home at three o'clock with a SIQ or a sick in quarters. Hey, come back like sick in quarters through that night. Don't have to go to PT or anything in the morning. And then the next morning I have to report back at sick call. You could do this for two days, two days. You don't get seen by a doctor. You literally spend eight hours in the waiting room not being seen because people are so busy and anybody walks in with something more severe than you and you're just fucking sitting there twiddling your fucking thumbs. That's not the way that healthcare should be. So you, you not necessarily, although they also, uh, the one thing that Canada and a lot of other countries do that America doesn't do is they cap, uh, prescription pricing. America actually under Donald Trump, Donald Trump actually put that in that the companies could only charge a certain, amount for their prescriptions yeah but, he actually uh, he actually the, did that that was the pharma it's not taking effect i had to pay 400 dollars for eardrops last year it's only it's only taking effect on certain drugs also the pharmaceutical companies own all the politicians so it will never change and all the politicians own whatever the fuck they want like the, mean, the, yeah, i'm just saying like that will the, never the, change po- politics whoever is in charge of you right now as a politician if they've been there more than four years vote that or i'm sorry maybe maybe i should retract that if they've been there more than 10 years vote them the fuck out that you do not need an established politician to invoke change if is the longer that you're in politics the more that you owe somebody a favor and that's a bad thing well, it's just so the way every, it's the way our politics and like the way our system has always been ran. Like it's just yeah, and it is all about knowing and people and Donald doing Trump and fucking jumped in there and like he was not established. He didn't know he didn't owe anybody any fucking favors. I mean, maybe maybe like political favors. I'll I'll say that he didn't owe anybody he any owes, political. I'm favors. sure he owes a lot of people favors. Yeah, but it's so it's so there's like guys like Graham Allen or. Um, uh, Chad Prather, who's running for governor in Texas. Graham Allen's running for Congress in South Carolina. Um, you have the established politicians who, and, and, and depending on the political party, you have those parties basically going against these people that have not been established. Politicians are bred. Politicians are, are from uh, uh, affluent families that go to good schools and they come back and they, they take these cushy jobs and then... All of a sudden, they run for city council or, or, or they're ca- 
their county and then then they then they move up that they every rung they they be, they're able to move up and they have this established voting record and all this stuff that doesn't mean they're the best politician to represent that that district or that town or or, or that city it just means that they have a background in being a politician which in in most cases is a horrible thing i i would rather have somebody who's like Listen, you know what? No, I don't owe anybody any favors. I'm a normal human being. You want to look into my personal record? Yeah, I've done some shady shit at times because I lived my life. Like right now, if, if you have a politician in the year, say in 10 years in the future, 10 years in the future, you have any any guy running for any political office and somebody's like his dicks on the Internet. I'm not going to be surprised because these this that's the generation that we're talking about. Somebody who's who's 30 years old, 10 years from now, has probably sent their dick to the wrong person and they're running for office. And that's going to be something that people have to get over. Oh, well, he's a degenerate because he sent his dick to somebody. No, he was just a kid living his life with a fucking cell phone and a camera in his hand 24 hours a day. Right. So it, the, the establishment of what politicians should be, they, they should not be this polished if you ever look at somebody who's running for office that are so polished and they have this this clout around them that is so picturesque or picturesque i can't picturesque. say that word picturesque picturesque they are this perfect character they are fucking full of shit they are full of shit of course they are they have somebody covering up all the bullshit. You can look at Joe Biden. Joe Biden's such a great fucking politician. His son is a fucking crackhead, a heroin addict, and a racist. And it's covered up. It's I mean, covered I, up all over I, the place. It's not covered up. We all know what he's up to. His dick's all I over mean, the internet. I'd vote for his him. His dick's all over the internet. He fucked, fucked underage women. He called his lawyer the N-word repeatedly. Like yeah. and he was he a seems, white Jewish he seems dude. Seems like the kind of guy we should should have elected. He's had he's his teeth. Re- he's had his teeth replaced because he's fucking done too much meth. This yeah. is the like. Where did he grow up? Like everyone questions. Like oh, where was the parenting? Literally, where was his parents? Where was Joe Biden when his son was growing up and allowed to do all this bullshit? He got kicked out of the fucking navy. He was he was literally the course of being that politician until he fucked up too much. And then they're okay. like, no, we're going to hide you Have you ever heard corner. of one of our uh, presidents? His name was George W. Bush. And he oh, yeah, that dude, that George dude fucked Bush's up all the time. fucked up kid <laughs> who fucked up all through college and did all kinds He's of dumb part fucking of the shit. Skull and, and we bones. made him the president. Yeah, th- that's that's the problem. Like, So I guess but my all those my big families, is, all those big families. I mean, Trump's Clintons, no different. The Their kids are all fucked up. All yeah. of them. It's the Rothschilds and the Kennedys and all those people that are. Well, the Rothschilds, well, at least the Rothschilds are trying to be in fucking in politics. They just yeah. Yeah, pay the politicians. Just, no, they own somebody. That's the difference. Yeah, and that's they that's probably, why I think they probably know that their their kid did something with their kid that was super fucked up, and so now they blackmail them. Like it's all kinds of shit like that. I I know I know we maybe maybe we can't agree, but we can agree to disagree. The fact that politicians. Um, if you're bred to be a politician, it's a bad thing. Yeah. It, it, it on on that point alone, just having Donald Trump as a president to shake things up was probably not the worst thing as possible. I don't agree, but it's your opinion. I get I, the no, difference. I, I get I'm the saying. I'm process. saying. Would you Would you rather have an established politician running it, or would you have somebody who came in every once in a while and shake things up and make people realize, hey, 
I'm not I saying that you, like, you have to say that Donald Trump was a good person. I, I'm saying oh he no. was good for the political spectrum of shaking things up. In a, in a way. So what I would say is I agree that when he was elected, you know that I'm not a fan. But like when yeah, he was I, elected, I, know I was that. like, at the very least, maybe because he doesn't come from this background, there could be some good that comes out of it. I don't think that that happened as much as it could have. I really don't like almost. Okay, so as good as it could have, so there was something. There was some. Actually, I can't think of any good things that I like, but I also don't think that um, changing things up in the political system by electing someone who an outsider all the things. Well, like an outsider, yes, but like the fact that he was someone who like all the things that came to light about. What a shitbag person he is and has been his whole fucking career. I mean, like, grab him by the pussy. That's the person we put into office. And we knew he was and, that person. And you have Joe Biden, who's on record calling and, and basically being a racist while in office. I didn't. I well, Yeah, I'm not I'm not denying that there's not a perfect. Yeah. But I think so. I think there could have been a better. They're, they're both person. like kind of the spectrums on on, on it. Like, it, no, it, it, I don't. I just it, I think there could have been a better person to shake it up the first time than somebody who was essentially a a movie star who thinks he can do whatever he wants. you know like it just i think it could have set a bad precedent for what we could get next you're talking like about we reagan? Could get so much worse stuff are you, reagan reagan? Also- are you talking reagan? about reagan i mean, <laughs> I mean depending on how you look at it like reagan everyone's gonna have their opinions. president how was he a piece of shit he came after yeah trickle I, down I, economics really? yeah no you guys it works get into that? that is it's awful <laughs> and marxism is awful. better uh, and marxism be. and communist okay where is we're gonna worked? wrap this shit up right here before we <laughs> slit each other's name throats. one place oh my god where has socialism has worked? worked ever i'm not saying i i'm not saying it's a perfect system but it has a better idea and it well, has the some... I, but the idea like so it's like it's it's like saying you know what you know what you know i i believe in this policy it's really good how is it? Fuck a hundred million it, people that I killed in the process, but the idea behind I'm it was really good. I'm not saying that would happen. How, how is it any no, that's different happened. than that's how is happened. it any different than systems like welfare that were put into place? That's socialism with good and communism with with good intentions that are now been but that's, taken I, in wrong places. Or that's literally socialism. Obamacare, which was supposed which to be is a really great thing, that socialistic still healthcare. needed some twi- tweaks and things to make it actually work. It doesn't. But those mean are all. That those are all derived from socialism and communism okay. ideologies, and they've and all failed. They have. They haven't necessarily failed. They were. Uh, the only Obamacare one that you was not a great success, yet. but it was also legit blocked on every account in any way that it could have actually been put together well from both no. sides. Because they, they actually worked got it, against they got it each approved other under his first term. They got it approved. But they under worked his first against term. each other and fucked it up. Like it could have been better if they would have just worked together. But it goes and instead it ended up being like really system. expensive and doing all these things. But if you okay, so if you compare the U.S. and our, our healthcare compared to the socialistic country or the, the socialist countries or the the, the, the uh, what what they were trying to base is base it off of in other countries in right. the European countries, right? So you're taking a, a a smaller demographic of people that have similar I- issues. Like so, if you if you were taking Illinois versus Indiana versus, or even if you split it up the Midwest, Eastern, whatever, right. these are different areas that have similar problems and similar demographics that are going to have issues. The problem is you can't encompass 
330 million people into one healthcare ideology and have all encompassing. So that's that was the mistake of it. Had you had you created it as an option, it was it was it was sold to the American people as an option, but it was forced upon people that didn't get an did that had no other option. It was forced upon them. No, that's the problem. No, you had to pay. If you declined it, you had to pay a tax at the end of the year. Right. No, if you made less yeah, than a certain no. amount of money, yes, no, no, you did not. I yes, didn't have to did. pay it. I didn't take it, and I didn't have to pay it. There was a clause in the taxes. But then you were under poverty. a certain amount of money. Yeah, you, everybody's yeah, yeah. in poverty. No, that's if why you, the fucking you, minimum wage needs to be raised. That, that that's a different story. But the 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 idea of 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 poverty is is a set level, and if you were under poverty, then you got Medicaid or Medicare. That wasn't still. I but got it wasn't, denied Medicaid and Mer- Medicare. But then you were also, if mm-hmm. you were denied Medicaid, so the idea of Obamacare was or sold whichever to the public. One it is. I, don't, I, don't, I know there's. So the I, Medicaid I would be if you're under. 65. Medicaid, Medicare is for elderly, right? Elderly. So the, the Medicaid, so you were denied by being denied under Obamacare by being mm-hmm. denied me- Medicaid, you qualified for Obamacare. Yeah, but it was too expensive. I couldn't afford it. Yeah, it was right. the Unaffordable Care Act. Now, what's fun is, what's fun is the only, I will say this much, I took advantage of one aspect of Obamacare, and that was the fact that pre-existing conditions could no longer be used against you. Now, I was able to get Blue Cross Blue Shield for about half the cost of Obamacare with better coverage, and which is fucking insane. And since then, and since then. The, the the opposing party of, of Obamacare has basically said we're not going to get rid of the pre-existing. We like that aspect of the health care. Right. So yeah. There are things that if they would have worked together, they could do things better. It's the, it's the same argument that the pharmacy companies run things and the doctors do what they want and the insurance companies are a big, huge part of the problem because a service that if you have to pay out of pocket for costs this much, but they charge a much lesser amount to insurance companies – it's ridiculous. Whoa, 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 hang Our on. Our healthcare system is so Hang on, hang on, hang on. This is this is a thing that I like to talk about real quick. I'm going to run this down um, before we, we cut the episode out, right? So working in the pharmaceutical industry, I worked for a pharmaceutical company. I, I understood the ideas of it. Yes, these pharmaceutical companies set this price for this, this product that they have. And that's cool. They have propri- proprietary knowledge. They have all of these things in there. And the law is on their side. If you want to change the law, you could reduce the time. But the reality of what is happening is they have 10 years from the time that they are they start this product to get it to market that they can they have full ownership of it before generics can happen and what what that happens is basically their code or, or whatever the ingredients of this product get released publicly and anybody can make a generic option to that so they try to ma- maximize the profit that they get off of this this product that they get to market it, mm-hmm. it could cost tens of millions of dollars to get to a product to market but there's also 10 to 20 other or or a thousand other options that never make it there that they have R&D developed into that's why they charge what they charge that is no, that is that's one not thing the only reason why they put more money into into advertising current products than they put into R&D now because the, the, the R&D path has slowed down because STEM in the U.S., like people don't look at it as an option to make money because they don't make money because, yes, pharmaceutical companies hoard profit. I'm, I'm going to admit I, well, I will also, side with you on also that. Also, other countries, most other countries have laws in place that say that pharmaceutical companies can net, cannot set 
ridiculous prices. So say, yes, and most say, of those companies come. Most of those pharmaceutical companies are based in the U.S. Correct, so in those other countries where they're, they're mandated to keep their prices low, who do you think has, they have to make up? There, there's got to be a there's got to be a profit, right? So they have to make profit to make it worthwhile. Right. If so they who are gets limited to pay for the, all of the profit. So we Us. do. Right. Yes, and we that's do. fucked up. It should be flat across the board that they cannot. Just so then, set the, so then the blame should be countries. on these other countries. No, we should have they, the same law in place. That's you can't make a, you can't make another country conf, like take our laws into effect. That's the problem. Um, we should not allow pharmaceutical companies to set their own prices like that. If it's a ridiculous, because they literally raise the prices. Because but the then, other then there's are no profit. Less. So what that is the point? Sounds like a them problem. No, so no. Then they're not going to have any money to produce any new drugs, and no, they're not going to produce true. the They'll drugs. They'll still make plenty of money. They don't. The okay, perfect okay. example was last year when I got my swimmers ear. Those a half a milliliter eardrops because I had no health insurance. Was four hundred fucking dollars? Was it a if generic or was it a was it, it a was, generic? No, it wasn't, and there wasn't a generic for it. Okay. And when I went in, I was like, "Well, I, I'm not going to pay that. That's ridiculous. I can't afford that." The closest thing that kind of worked similar to it was out of stock everywhere, and they told me if I'd had health insurance, it would have cost me thirty dollars. That's fucked up. Here's here's the thing. So you're th- you're you're pissed off at the wrong people. At this no, I'm not. Point. I'm pissed yes. off that pharmaceutical companies are doing that. That's ridiculous. There's no. I I understand that there is. There, you're upset about the pharmaceutical companies and that. I get that. I understand where you're coming from. Um, let's take it to the other side of the healthcare, right? So the 70s, 80s, 90s, people didn't go to the fucking doctor. They didn't go to the doctor unless they were fucking dying, and but they were still paying insurance. But when they went to the doctor, it was everything was covered by the insurance company because if you had 50 people paying into this policy and you had one person that actually utilized it, there was a surplus of funds, right? Now you've got all these companies that are like, all right, we're going to do advancements of technology and everything like that. But on the back end, you've got these hospitals who are basically like, we're not making any money because nobody's coming in. So this Band-Aid is going to go from $0.08 cents to $1 to $15 to $25. Now if you, go to the, if you go to the hospital and you get a Band-Aid and you get a Band-Aid that, that you end up having to pay $15 for, you're pissed off. You're like, why does this Band-Aid cost $15? But you don't look at the itemized bill that your insurance paid and realizing that the hospital charged you $25 for a Band-Aid and your insurance company picked up $10 and your insurance company like fought that. And they're like, look, we paid a, a part of it, but we can't justify $15 for a Band-Aid, but that's what the hospital charged you. When, that's when also you, ridiculous. It shouldn't yes. be that. It now doesn't the same, cost them $15 for that Band-Aid. They exactly. just do it because the insurance company will pay it. No, the insurance company won't pay it. Right. That's There's the a problem. There's a dispute there. there. That's the problem is you're blaming the insurance company for not covering it when you should be blaming the hospital for charging $25 for a goddamn Band-Aid when a Band-Aid well, you can go to the fucking store. What things actually cost. Like, that's the thing because if you end up with uh, Medicare or you end up getting like a payment plan thing because your poverty level, then they cut the prices on all the stuff because it doesn't actually cost because them. Because their government, the, the, the government ridiculous. has mandated that. You're, you're, that's, that's the other part of it. That once you reach a certain age in this country, every drug is, is covered in that aspect that you like. The Medicaid will only co- reimburse this amount and we're only going to cover this product and this product and this product. That's that's the pro- because the government's basically like we're not going to pay it, and that's why you see doctors and hospitals turn away Medicaid patients because they they're don't reimb- deal with it. No, because the reimbursement rate is so low. The government doesn't pay their fucking bills. That's the problem. 
Like Medicaid is great if you're utilizing it, but it's horrible for the doctors and it's horrible for the hospitals because they don't get paid by the government. So why does that Band-Aid now cost $25? Because they have to recoup the loss from all the Medicaid patients that don't that have their bills not paid by the government. The, the problem isn't the company. The problem is the government when it comes to all of these things because the government cannot regulate these companies to, to, to sell this. We can put in price mandates that you can't, you can't price gouge, which is there. You can't price gouge individuals and you can't price gouge company or uh, uh, hospitals, but th that limits it at like 1500% is price gouging. An increase of 1,500%. Now, when you look at a pill that costs 50 cents to produce and you have – it's 50 cents to produce once you've got the chemical structure of this pill. You don't have to – it's not including the R&D, the 10 years of research, the salaries involved, all of these different things that are involved in the process to get that pill to market. That's all it is. There's a cost behind every object that we have. Why does the TV? Why is the cost of TVs definitely gone all those down? Those people that work for the pharmaceutical company are really making minimum wage I don't, and struggling, though. No, no that's are that's a diff. That's no, I'm I'm completely. I, I guess like, sarcastic. But they're also right. educated individuals that work for that, and their education costs money, so they want to be compensated for my the level of skills that they have. So I get to work for minimum wage to try and pay off my student loans forever. Like whatever. That's it's bullshit. It's all bullshit. That's, it makes me so angry. No, that's a choice. You're saying you're, so. You're saying that your choice to go get an education that you didn't finish, you you've got like you're on the path to finish a bunch of these degrees, right? If you finished it, could you utilize that? Could could that potentially increase your income? If you finished any of in any of the the, the areas that you went to school for, right? Mm, probably not right now. Okay, but it but it has the potential, right? So there's that choice in there. Like when you go to get an education, you have a choice. Am I going to go get a, a, a degree? I love in also a, how you love to bring that up. That's the only the second time I brought it up, but it's a it's it's a point. If I if you do not have a degree, you do not. It doesn't matter. The the, the degree doesn't matter at that point. It's it's your your um your experience in that field. Yeah, if my you have, experience in all of the fields that my degrees are in is more worth more than the degrees in those fields that you're going into but the mm -hmm. degree in that field will also help what I, basically what i'm saying is like i could go get a degree in underwater uh, underwater basket weaving which that is what we always used college. to say that <laughs> which is how how lucrative is a career in underwater basket weaving super lucrative that's why i definitely didn't finish that one exactly so <laughs> so you're gonna waste forty thousand dollars on a degree or a, actually now it'd be a depending on the school that you go to between 80 and $120,000 on a degree. A ridiculous thing we could talk about, but I can't handle that. We could talk, we can save that for another episode, <laughs> yes, but um, the, the fact that you're going to waste this, it's a choice. You chose to get this degree, right? You chose to get a degree in whatever you chose to get a degree in. If that job only pays $35,000 a year and you paid $120,000 for that degree, that's not really a good choice on your part. You could go get a degree. You could go get a degree in something that you may not like, you may not enjoy, but it pays the bills. And then you can choose to go back to school to get a degree in something that you enjoy so that you can learn. It's a choice to be educated on something that you want to be in. So it's that choice. Like, all right, why do I have to – like my, my tuition goes to pay for my degree. I chose a path that is a lucrative path that could be extremely lucrative. I didn't choose the most lucrative path that it could have been. 
right? I could I could be working 80 hours a week and making $300,000 if I really wanted to, but I don't want to do that. But I chose a path that is going to pay my bills. Right. So it's it's the the biggest problem, the biggest problem with I have that I have with other people on the other spectrum is that they negate personal choice in a lot of things. I choose to do things, the outcome sucks, but I chose to go that path. I can either choose to live in that or I could choose to change the path. That's that's my whole thing. I, I I the way that I look at it is had you gotten a degree in something, things might have been different. Had you had you been able to finish it, things might have been different. You're you're not making minimum wage, you're making above minimum wage because of the the, the, the way that the laws have established it. It, it. Nothing's perfect. Nothing is perfect. And that's, I only that's make the problem. Above minimum wage because I make tips. I make minimum and wage. That, yes, just the tip. <laughs> you actually might make below minimum wage. You you make a, I make I make uh, server minimum wage, which is below standard yes. minimum wage. Yes, it's basically you to cover all of in the Tennessee? taxes and everything that's it? there. Two dollars and fifteen cents. You're fucking kidding. Yeah, I found that out. I was like, holy fuck. How much was it when you? Oh, when you first started serving? Uh, it was like fucking. I want to say it was two eighty five or like. I was gonna say two eighty five yeah. or three ten when yeah. I started. It was right around which. there. I think I started at two eighty five, but it went to three ten very shortly after. Yeah, it was right around there. So, which now I think it's in Chicago. Seven? It's different than the rest of the state. I think yeah. it's seven. It is. I think it's eight forty now. Yeah, it used to. It was four ninety five for a while, and then it went up to five and a quarter, and I think it went up to seven or something. But it's eight forty now. That's cool. So. I mean, that's honestly, I don't know how many times well, I get, I don't know how many federal, times that's I would federal leave. minimum wage though. I know. And do you know that if you actually work 40 hours a week, 52 weeks a year at the federal minimum wage, you are uh, still $2,000 below the poverty level? Yeah, I, I believe it. Okay. So, the, so should, what uh, the or argument would like be, that. should we, should, I, I thought it was supposed to be equal to minimum wage. Now, if you want to look into that, you well, can look into part of the problem. You can look into social security. Right social security is even it's like, far it? below eight, that. Eight fifty, eight sixty-five. What is it? Right eight, now? Seven, seven and a quarter is federal. Seven and a quarter. Yep. What is the pot? I mean, you could look this up. Like we can look at the poverty uh, line. Fifteen thousand and fifteen thousand eighty. Which I want to say, I want to say the poverty level is eighteen. Yeah. Okay. So. That's insane. Uh, so I could I could be I I'm I'm all about raising the minimum wage to poverty level income at at minimum, right? At minimum. Um I guess it depends where you. Oh uh, yeah, okay, so right now the poverty guideline for 2021 for one person, a one person family household is 12,880. So it's actually minimum wage is above that. Yes. So if you're if you're making minimum wage, the idea is you're only supporting yourself. Yeah, but yeah. I will say this much this is before tax, like so. That fifteen grand is pre-tax. I don't know where in the fuck you are going to be. You living. also, but you also qualify for a lot of government programs. Yeah, for, true, for true, health true. insurance and all that, and you're not actually paying tax. I just don't know where the fuck you would like live off of. So the the whole, I guess, like we we started off all, all good. We got into the politics, but we did. This was we a debated weird this. We definitely went very very. But all we over de- the place. we debated this, and we we talked topics. And this is the type of conversation that doesn't happen anymore amongst people because these are hot topics that are too hard and too dis- – people just don't want to hear opinions that differ from themselves. What? You, you don't? Br- 
you brought things to, <laughs> to, to like your opinion is, is going to change the way that I might look at something in the future. And maybe Ooh. I brought something to your knowledge. That you were like, okay, I didn't understand that beforehand. And that's how debate happens. That's how di- civil discourse, something that we don't have in the country anymore. Something that the reason why we started this po- podcast was to have these d- difficult discussions and still be able to remain friends at the end. I was able to sit here and listen. It was great. You were. Also, we aren't necessarily angry at each other, but it's also a really good reason why it's called Sorry About Your Feelings. Yeah. Don't care about your feelings. Don't care about that shit. And until next time, fuck your feelings. Sorry about your feelings. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Pew. Pew.